Hello, dear sweet listeners, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room Pubisode. You join our gang as they stop for a little rest, a little drink, and talk museums, Belgium, weddings, and sewers. Okay, we are in the Belgian Waffle Stomp, uh, the premier pub off of uh, the back of our, our room last week, last minute for us, where we were in the Moof Museum, the Museum of Original Figurines uh, in Belgium. I think it's my round for drinks. I've had myself um, a lovely Ease Up IPA from Adnams Brewery in Southwold. I was there a couple of weekends ago and just, yeah, always love Adnams to pieces. And this is a, it's a pretty good IPA. It's a little bit, it's a little bit fruitier than I'd normally like. Mm. I'd like a fruity IPA. Mm. But yeah, so uh, Bailey, what are you having to drink? Um, so I've got a little Prosecco, M&F, very nice, mm-hmm. very bougie, um, but it was bought from uh, for my my hen, uh, my little family oh. hen, um, yeah, a couple of weekends ago, so I had a little present. Yeah. Yeah, so we're enjoying that, aren't we? Well, I, I get yeah. most of it. It's very nice, and I've shared it with my <laughs> husband, Dean. Yeah. So he just, but he just needs to replace it, so it'll be fine. <laughs> he does that. that that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And uh, Alan, Alan, what are you drinking, mate? Uh, I'm also drinking uh, the very same Prosecco. The The make of the Prosecco is... M&S. Prosecco. It's M&S. Italiano underneath it. So. Oh. Wow, Italian wow. Prosecco. From M&S. Let's go. From M&S, yes. <laughs> it's very nice. I like Prosecco. If, if you're listening for me, the Italy or M&S, well done. It's very nice. It is very nice. Yeah. Fine bubbles. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie, mate, what are you drinking? Uh, I am not drinking a Prosecco. I am drinking a Bloodwinds beer. And I will, I will, I bought it because of the label, but not because I'm into the label. Let me just, I'll, sh- I'll show you on the camera of what, what, what this is. Now, yeah, now I know, is, yeah. like times are hard everywhere. For listeners, what, what it is that I'm showing everybody here is it's a Welsh beer. Uh, so it doesn't need to, to sell itself that, that badly. But what you've got is some, some buxom blonde headed, well, for lack of a better word, a tart, wearing a Welsh lady's costume, holding a basket full of what I think are cockles or some kind of sea creature. And let me, let me just read you, let me just read you the, 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 little, the little story, the little tale on the back of this bottle. Blodwin, Idris's younger sister, was fair of form and sweet of face. Her first job on leaving school was cockle picking. She proved to be the finest cockle picker in all of Wales. Unfortunately, the rest of the team's productivity would fall to all-time lows whenever Blod went to harvest nature's bounty. So, like, this is just a cell of beer, <laughs> and we're talking about we're talking about some professional cockle picker who's just distracting the lads with How her she? cockle picking skills. Does she not know her place? How is it? It's it's a tasty beer. It doesn't need to to sell to sell me with some buxom I, Welsh lady. I appreciate that advertising and marketing backstory. Yeah, people have like put like spent time on that. I mean, it is a bit sexist. <laughs> I don't think I don't know what it's got to do. Does it, does it does it say that they just use, does it have anything to do with the beer? Yeah, does it taste? Is that it? Was that the whole thing, Jamie? Is the um, it's made from the finest pale malted barley was... and flavored with citrus hops. Oh, was that the end of the story though? That, that was it. I That's all that there is. is in, oh. Not not made okay. with cockles or, or strained through a gander garment or something <laughs> anymore. Um, it's it's brewed in Swansea. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, and, and that's a that's the coast. And they they do you get cockles by the coast. Cockles. You like cockles. Yeah, um, I do. Yes, they're nice. They taste. And I suppose she's eaten by the, the Bloodwinds. 
She's kind of dressed as like somebody yeah. in Swansea on a head night would dress, I suppose. So <laughs> yeah, there's a th- there's you know it's kind of thematically appropriate. That you were dressed to um, seduce Mossy Balami. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what I think? Uh, swap that for a, for more of a French. Yeah, like an onion. And that's like more an or less onion, like a, what like I was thinking. Yeah, onions, little beret. Yeah, maybe oh, that's no, where no. it came from. But it, it is a, it is a nice beer. Yeah, I didn't realize Mossy Balami was Belgian. Never heard of him. I thought it was like a like I thought I literally thought it was like Looney Tunes or Animaniacs or yeah. something like is, that. Is like I didn't know it. Yeah, was... same. Is it the same universe as Tintin? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we, we're all in the same universe as Tintin. Nine, I mean. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can tell you all about it if you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alan, let me tell you about Masu Falami. Masu Falami. Masu Falami. Yeah, so the um <laughs> Mussolini. <laughs> so yeah, I was in um Laura and I went to Belgium a few weeks ago for a weekend and we had a lovely, lovely time, but it's got some really lovely museums, um, including the Mouf Museum, which this was based in. No nice. uh, Museum of Original Figurines, which is actually really good fun. But also they've got a really good uh, comics museum. Uh, and they've got things. It's kind of like it's a real celebration of Tintin, the Smurfs, mm. Marsupilami, um, and then there's also you know kind of other uh, sort of less lesser known Lucky Luke and things like that. Kind of characters that came out of the uh, the Belgian uh, cartoon industry uh, that formed, and that really kind of beautifully distinct sort of French mid European style uh, that grew up around it. Um, but yeah, so Marsupilami, interesting origin story. Uh, came out of the fact that a cartoonist was um, joshing around with his mate. And then in the way that old, like, you know, you know how oldie timey stories are always like, ah, oh, imagine if the postman, he could, had a tail. He could do all the post <laughs> oh, yeah. if he had a long tail, a really good articulate tail. And then they were like, cool, let's make a, a like a, a worldwide franchise off the back of that. <laughs> well, um, over the course. What would he do? What was his, would he like solve crime or? It's just, it would just be a musty palami in a forest. <laughs> Just, just do my just do palami shit. Yeah. yeah, basically, yeah, like his tail, like his tail gets up to all sorts of shit. He's uh, yeah, without him realizing. Yeah, is it like separate to him? <laughs> is, it, is it got like a brain? At night, it's sentient. At night, his tail becomes. It's like uh, tail that solves. It's crime. like Moon Knight or something. Like you yeah. wake up like, oh, like, <laughs> like yeah, the tail's dead again. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, he wakes up and his tail has murdered lots of criminals. Um, yeah, that's the whole it's plot. That's, yeah, Moon Knight was ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you finally read a book? <laughs> <laughs> I did realise all those things were Belgian as well. No, like, I didn't. I really. I figured Asterix and Obelix was just was French. French. Oh, that, that is that is that is French. But, oh, okay. um, I think I think, I think been, it shows up a lot there. Well, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Like, well, I've been to Asterix ah. Park. Have you went there on a school park? Oh, Asterix is so what? good. Yeah, is there's a theme park. Um, that's ab- Asterix and Obelisk and all that Asterix. comic book themed. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Like my dad, like oh, my I dad, um, I think he must have, I think he must have been into the comics when he was younger yeah. or something because he knew about, he was like, oh, cool, like that. So and I was like, I've never heard of them before. Really? I was only 11. I used to get them from the library. But oh, we, wow. we didn't go to Disneyland. We went to Asterix World nice. or whatever, or Asterix Park or whatever it's called. Park it Asterix, was, it, Park Asterix. Nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it was yeah. fun from what I remember. I think, and uh, somebody will come in and say this isn't true, but I'm pretty sure all the translations of Asterix, uh, all the names make sense as a pun in every language. Like get a fix, yeah. Get a fix, you know. Oh, you get. I'm sure all the rest of them are. But then you go through every language. They've done the work to make sure every name is a pun in that language. Yeah, that's a, that's incredible. What's first like, ob- tricks, then sorry, first the, tricks. 
Vercingetorix. Oh. I think that's that was actually Vercingetorix was actually the name of the the Gaul chief. Oh, oh okay. that's just his name. That's, the, that's like historically accurate. Yeah, they do slip some like weirdly historically accurate stuff into uh, to old Asterix and Obelix. Yeah. It's really cool. Damn it! I'm learning at the same time. Bastards! So they get you. <laughs> yeah. But the, so, did you did you mean to when you set it in the Moof Museum? Did you was that intentional from the start, or was it because the last episode ended? We were really small because it was just very a nice coincidence that you with action figures and stuff. Well, so, like I said, I went to Brussels, I had a great time, and the problem is I came away from Brussels with too many ideas for, like, things that turn into rooms, like, there was got some brilliant museums there, including one of my favourites, which was actually the Comics Museum. The Movie Museum was good, but, like, the Comics Museum was great. The Musical Instruments Museum was incredible, Ooh. like, so good. Every musical instrument you could possibly ever want oh, to wow. see. And then with, like, an audio tour, where you go and you kind of, like, you you type the instrument in and it plays a bit of that instrument, no matter how bizarre the instrument is. And there are oh, cool. so many straight. There was one that looked like a, a trumpet had had sex with a violin. Like <laughs> it was a violin, but with no bit and like a fucking huge trumpet horn on it. It's like, what? What's the point of that? That sounds pretty cool. And it sounded awful. Like there are so many terrible. Stuff. It's always like, oh, this is the national instrument of Grumble Dumble Fumbles Bodge Stan. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, God, no wonder I've never heard of your country. This is horrible. Um, you have no like talent writing that I want to listen to. Yeah. And like the wild shit that people used to get up to. And they were like, oh, man, how are we going to like progress from harpsichords to pianos? I know. We'll have like this incredible Byzantine thing. We build it into a cupboard and then put beautiful paneling on it. And you press a button and it does a fart. Or whatever you know they just it was anything goes it was the wild west anything went, uh, the belgians with the, <laughs> the, the sound effect yeah. keyboard like and the sewer museum which was incredible like everybody the sewer museum so yeah you heard that right folks so Belgium has the Rhine going through it, which is a river that runs through lots of bits of Europe, the Rhine, big river. Yeah, it's in Germany um, as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a big old, big old river. Big, old river. Um, big stinky river because um, Belgium and a lot of other people used to just kind of dump their sewage into it. Let Germany sort it out. <laughs> well, yeah, so you, you basically they, they kind of they covered over it. They, they built over the top of the Rhine, so the Rhine actually runs under the city because it's such a stinky river because it's so full of poo. Belgium didn't have a sewage treatment works until after the year 2000. What? Let that sink Bloody in. Hell. There was liquid shit running through the Rhine. What? <laughs> the, like, this mass- yeah. Oh, my God. And this, and this museum is not only really cool from an engineering perspective, because you get to go and like look at the machines and things, work through how it all works. It's really interesting. But you then get to go to the sewers as part of the... This was I took Laura there on the last day as an extra romantic oh, little... <laughs> You go in, you go into, you go into the museum and you're like, oh, wow, this smells like a sewer museum. And you step into the museum itself and you're like, oh, yeah, this this smells like a sewer museum. Then you step into the Rhine, like the actual tunnels underneath, because you go under the ground. You're actually in the sewer. Right. Wow. And you step in, you're like, ha, oh, OK, face mask on. Jesus Christ. Like that is that is the thing. And then you step at, over the actual like torrent of shit Rhine on a punctured like little metal grate with signs everywhere saying you know watch out for the rats yeah, don't, don't go and, uh, like, this is it this is the chocolate river in willy Wonka. i was about to say <laughs> if any literally i i thought it was raining in there uh, oh. actually it was my eyelashes falling out oh. from the stench <laughs> it was um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <it> was, <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it was uh, it was potent, but it was, wow. it was so interesting. They they tell you everything about wow. uh, how it works and just yeah. We thought London was bad. I've never been to a zoo museum. I don't think that's actually pretty interesting. Well, you might have a lovely time. Mike's going to go back. Yeah, Mike bought the season pass. <laughs> you can go back anytime. <laughs> you can go to yeah. all towers, Lads weekend. Legoland and sewer museums. Yeah. Lads weekend <laughs> in the sewer museum. Yeah. I mean, Alan, that actually sounds like a, an amazing weekend you just downloaded. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's your part, it? Jamie, to return to your original question, I came back with all these ideas and there was a really good art museum as well with this incredible artist. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do a muse- uh, like a escape room about him because he's done this really interesting thing like uh, installation art with cassette tapes and things. And I was like, oh my oh. God, that'd be amazing. And I came back with it all. And I was like, and I sat down and tried to make all of them into different rooms and none of them actually landed. Like none of them ended up having like an interesting mechanic at the center or one that would really work properly. And then, yeah, you gave me the, the handover for this. And I was like, oh, the Moof Museum, which wasn't the best museum we did. But I was like, oh, that's the one that's got the most interesting stuff going on for this um so that was my and then i fucked up by ad- accidentally adding a v in that confused matters for which i <laughs> which we confused you and sincerely and about. v like like because like, 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 we, we thought like roman numerals yeah. so like five mm. like it was so that, that i gotta say that that course i think we would have got it done a lot sooner if we were like when you say v do you mean key or v or the or, v. As in or apparently neither because it wasn't even there <laughs> <laughs> oh, I apologise. What a bloody! But I've been, yeah. Normally, no, I check, no, I double check my rooms to the nth degree, and I fucked up. I apologise. Oh, no, no, no! It was just like I think it was just, uh, but it kind of added more conversation, and we still did it. So. Yeah. <laughs> it stretched it out. <laughs> it's a conversational tool. Not as where we need to go. And and there was a lot of Asterix and Obelix memorabilia in there, which oh. is why it's there. Ooh. But it's also because. There's a huge cultural bleed from France into Belgium mm. and from like the whole of Europe. Because did you know that Belgium didn't exist like 200 years ago? I didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah, they speak well, three languages there because it was just like this lump in the middle that was sort of variously fought over by different people. And then I think it was owned by France at some point. And they just sort of declared independence. Wow. <laughs> and then that's why it's such that's why it's kind of why Brussels is sort of the, you know, the home of the EU because it's this big multicultural, multilingual space. And ah. they got this wonderful thing. So their name for social, uh, for the welfare state is something like um, compulsory solidarity. Oh, like that. Yeah. They, 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 were, they were, they're like super liberal and like years ahead of everybody in this kind of stuff. And imagine French quality food, but without French customer service. Like imagine <laughs> that. Oh, are the Belgians? No, 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 we're talking. Yeah, they're lovely. Everybody's really lovely and they take pity on you. They're as sweet as their waffles. Oh. Yeah, they're really. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. anyway. So I've I've gushed about Belgium enough. Basically, it came out of that and Belgium, and that's where it all came from. Belgium was a delight. I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna add that to my uh, want to go places on maps. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of going to Belgium. No, not me. But uh, yeah. this episode is sponsored by Visit Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hello soup. <laughs> and hello bowl. <laughs> and don't forget, use this voucher code to get a free month. Of hello fork. Do not use with hello soup. I've been using hello bowl for months now, and I wish there was something I put. I wish I was it. dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let's move on. Let's move the show on. Let's move the show on. Okay, who's got something? Who's coming in hot? Who's got something spicy they want to bring? Who's got something interesting they want to bring to the table? Organising weddings. That's stressful. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just life. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It just seems like so little things that we have to do now, and it's just a pain. I hope you know this. Like, just... <laughs> like what? Anyway. Well, no, just like you have to just go and do stuff all the time. I just want to stay in my bed. Is this is this life or, or weddings? I'm... Um, or both. Both, really. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but, the, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we're on top of the wedding and we're, then we're, not we're, at like, the same really time. Like, yeah, I completely agree. Like, we're, so we're, we've, we've gone past this... We had this gap in, with the vent with all the supplies and stuff where because we we organised so early on. We were really on it. And we are like, oh, hey, do you like DJ? Do you want to talk about stuff? And the DJ was like, not really, man. You know, just like wait till like a month before the wedding. And it was like all the supplies were like this, caterers and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, uh, like 18 months ago. Yeah, it's like... And, <laughs> and now it's a month. And now, and now it's... All it, they're, they're, all like, they're all alive <laughs> now. Well, I, uh, and they're mostly asking for money. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and um, it's like, now, yeah, this email's flying now. And we are on top of it. And I think I think if you wrote down all the stuff we, we've left to do, it's not actually yeah. that much. But it feels like it is because yeah. it's all just suddenly accelerated. And we knew it was going to happen, I guess. But it's just like accelerated suddenly. And every time you, you speak to anybody and you mention the, the word wedding, wedding yeah. there's another thousand pounds added to the bill of any shopkeeper you speak oh, to. Oh, yeah. have some flowers. Yeah. yeah, what's it for? It's for I'm getting married. Cha-ching! <laughs> yeah, like literally, so, literally, yeah. Just like, what, what's, what, what are all these flowers for? Why are you catering for 70 guests <laughs> in this wonderful manor house? A-levels. A-levels. Celebrating A-levels. I just love life. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just, I'm having a nice, some, some friends over. Everyone's celebrating me. Friends. Yeah. I'm amazing. It's Alan's Briss. Yeah. <laughs> that explains the vicar. Okay? It's just me and this person I live with. We're just having a party. Saying a few words. Yeah. Nothing major. Something little might happen. Maybe, <laughs> we don't know, a certificate might change hands. Of, of excellence. Ten meters swimming. Yeah, there is a there is a pond there. Fifty meters. Yeah, fifty meters. Uh, what's, the, what's the minimum certificate we can get? And then someone? everyone's just going to eat lots of food and get. <laughs> yeah. So. What, what's know. the food? Can you tell us what the food is? Uh, yeah, we can. Uh, I guess we can. Can we? No, it's a secret. No, <laughs> is it I, a secret? I, no, it's not. It's uh, we're doing like a, a great picket British. We don't have to tell them, Emma. Well, I have now. If you're coming to their wedding, switch off now. <laughs> So, Otherwise, keep yeah. listening. <laughs> so, um, it's like a Great British picnic to start. So it's like a shisha, and then it's Ooh. just and then it's a chicken main because I like chicken. Uh, like a fancy chicken main thing, and then brownie to it with a milkshake. Delicious. Oh, heaven! Cream and yeah, different things. Yeah, mm, goddamn. So you know we'll, we'll be able to tell who of your friends listens to the podcast because the people who look at it and go, "What a surprise!" <laughs> well, yeah. um... like, you don't love me. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> you, not bitches. my real friend. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Francois might might listen every now and then, and he might listen because there's French stuff in this yeah. one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh no, Francois from France. Yeah, is he now? <laughs> really? You know that? Yeah. Oh, what does Francois mean? <laughs> Francois, if you're listening, uh, hello. It means. French one. French man. Yeah. <laughs> How much are you looking forward to having the wedding out of the way? Very much so. Yeah, but it feels wrong to say that, doesn't it? I, everyone's like, you should be enjoying this time. And I'm like, I know. You organise it then. I know. And that, and that, I well, miss, that's the I thing. Think it'll, I'll, I'll miss it when it's gone. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I, it's a fucking ball. Like, I'm looking forward to our little mini moon events. I mean, not months. A uh, secret place where nobody knows who we are. I can't talk to us or With track no phone down. signal. <laughs> Alan, are you taking Bailey to the caravan for for the honeymoon? No, a mini moon. It's just it's immediately after. Oh, okay. We're going to. What's, what's wrong with that, Mike? Well, uh, there's a lot wrong Alan... with that, Alex. Really. <laughs> 
Because there isn't to be fair, like, Pira's caravan, you'll paint anything. It'll <laughs> fuck you. He almost proposed in your back garden. But I didn't. I just because thought... I told you not to. No, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll say no. <laughs> oh my God, did you say that, Bailey? No. No. Oh, that would be perfect. That would Don't you bloody perfect. dare. I just, my point was is that if we ever move, we yeah. can't go back to the place we saw in caves unless we break in and then we get arrested. I'd like, I'd like to ask some clarity. We'd only just moved in. So it's like that nice kind of, oh, look, we've got a garden now. Oh, I know, but that doesn't mean that we still want to get engaged there. Oh, that's a nice garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we are, we're going to Singapore and Bali for our honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Incredible. Jamie, how would you describe your transition from about to get married, like the run-up to marriage, to like post-marriage? Um, the thing that people don't tell you about getting married is that it's a lovely party, but you are still planning an event for dozens of people, and that shit be stressful, yeah. you Like, it's like I've, I've been married nearly 10 years now, and oh, it's still just, just, the, just the thought of it. Of, of planning an no. event like that again makes me go, fuck, no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely. It was a lovely day. Mm. But just the planning of that much, just all eyes are on, well, not me, thankfully, and second second fiddle, which is perfectly fine for me. But yeah, it, it was nice to not have to do the event side of it yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah, I think. And the thing is, it just feels like we're married already. So... I don't, nothing, literally nothing's going to change, I don't think. I wore the ring yeah. for a day, just to see what it's like. You're, you're really just looking a, forward to wearing it. I really am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I started shaking my hand around yeah. to see if it comes off or not. you got to test it, just yeah, in case exactly it's like it. the one ring. <laughs> it did fly off, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I had to chase it around the kitchen. I was chasing around the kitchen. It was rolling everywhere. <laughs> you got, you got to put it back in the box and left it. Yeah, you got to make sure the weight of it doesn't, doesn't like sort of bog you down like Frodo and Mordor. Just you feel the <laughs> I can carry the overbearing weight. Of... <laughs> I can't carry it. I can carry. As soon as you put it on, you just feel Sauron in the back of your head. You got to test that shit. <laughs> Have you done the dishes? Sauron, <laughs> She sees everything. She sees all. <laughs> just I just obviously doesn't listen to this podcast. Otherwise, she sat, she sat, she sat next to me. She can hear exactly what I'm saying. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Don't be joking, yeah, we... Sauron. Uh, Oh, no, it's one ring to <laughs> one ring to find them. We did our honeymoon in in Bologna because we went. We've been oh, to Italy wow. a couple of times. Uh, we went. We I, I proposed in Venice. We've been to Florence. That we'll go somewhere different. We'll go to Bologna. Still I in the north. Great. The problem is though, thanks to climate change, I can't go back to where I proposed because it's probably more underwater than it was before, oh, no. or oh. less. Is wait, is Venice flooded or droughting? I can't remember. One of the, it's fucked either way. One of the two. But go to Venice while we, you um, can, folks. Yeah, this is what you Venice. Venice? <laughs> Sorry. But we went to Bologna for a honeymoon, and we didn't realize, and I didn't realize that when I booked it, that Bologna is a retirement village, more Ooh. or less. Um, so there were two kinds of people in Bologna: old people and students. So we'd wander around the city, and it would just be lots of old people. Uh, and then the one bit that we found that wasn't full of old people was a student campus, and we were not supposed to be there. <laughs> it was, you know, still, still a nice holiday. Yeah. But yeah, I should have checked online before I booked it. <laughs> what the vibe was you like. Had, you but, literally had one job, I imagine, in that in that. Yeah, wedding. and I, 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 I failed like, at that. Like, to put uh, honeymoon. That was, that was it. <laughs> on the plus, that aperitivo was absolutely banging. Nice. I'd definitely do that again. <laughs> Okay, I think I see the the barman's looking at us rather accusingly, um, and uh, and there's a picture of his wife who he misses, and he's he's finished polishing all the pipes. Um, we should probably oski poof into the night. Um, it's been bloody lovely seeing you all this evening. 
if you've enjoyed listening dear listeners uh then grand love you lots we'll see you next time in the infinite escape room bye-bye now bye 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 who fancies a kid back for a month? Bring it to me. <laughs>